Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. It's still weird. We have no rallies to go to. Nothing's going on. It kind of sucks because coming up is my birthday weekend, and by the time you guys hear this, it will be my birthday weekend. And so it should have been the national rally. And it's kind of funny that it just happenstance. It's kind of weird how this all tied together with our with my guest. I did not plan this. Sometimes shit just happens like this, folks. But I have somebody who should have been uh, running around like a madman helping with the national rally. Why don't you introduce yourself, good sir? Um, I'm Mike uh, Galati. I'm with uh, Hot and Ready's out in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> all right good podcast everyone no yeah um, <laughs> all right mike uh so you know you've heard you've listened you've bitched whatever um this second chance of moped podcasts uh we we generally tell it's kind of it started out in history a little bit of tech a little bit of this a little bit of that um i like to have different people of the moped community on and i like to have them come and tell you know, what happened, i.e. the first time they saw our slash got on a moped, um, what it was like, kind of middle part of their moped journey, and what it's like today. So okay. why don't you go ahead and tell us, what was your first memory of a moped? So knowing I was going to talk to you, I thought about it a little bit, but it pretty much wouldn't have changed anyway. Um, so I, I saw one on the road somewhere, and it was a blue Mobilette. I think it was that weird, like, thin-framed one. I don't even know where the tank is. I kind of remember what it looks like, and I've seen them since. But after that day, I thought a moped was a mobulette. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't know what the fuck a moped was. I thought that was what it is. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for, you know, that week or that day, that week and following – I would search and search for a Mobilette because I remember the name and I remember seeing that. Now, how old remember. were you? Uh, I've been doing this about eight or nine years, so I was probably 21, okay. give, or take, give or take a year. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I first saw it, and, and I think, like, that's the first time it ever registered. I mean, I knew other people who were into mopeds at some point, but it never – connected um but that was the first bike that i saw and i was like i want one of those and i didn't know what it was and i searched it through the internet and then went down the rabbit hole and figured out what was what pretty much you know here and there um and then you know it went from searching there to finding my first bike buying it and going again down the rabbit hole you know what was your first bike then Uh, i had a pook pinto um it was it was a Pinto too, so it was a black and chromed out one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had snowflakes. It was in great shape, had everything on it. It was bone stock, but like, you know, it, to this day, it's pretty much one of the only bikes I've ever had with a title. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so my first bike, before I knew the ropes, you know, being in a big city like Chicago, I was scared and wanted a title because, you know, and you get a little looser and comfortable and figure out how things go. But when I first got it, it was like, I would have never considered buying it without a title. Now that's the least of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my question is what's Illinois state laws on titles and registration and tabs. I, I have people ask me all the time, especially new people. And I like to just say that mopeds are the gray area. Um, <laughs> in my case, I know more than they do 
they being the cops and people stopping <laughs> us or whatever. Um, but on the legal side of it, you do need plates uh, and insurance in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So there's wiggle there, you know, there's wiggle room around it. I always say that the magic words are 49 CC pedal cycle. <laughs> don't ever say moped because you're insinuating motor and they don't know the difference between a scooter and a moped and this and that. Um, so you really, you just play dumb and kind of wiggle your way around it. Um, I've gotten stopped and it's went well, I've gotten stopped and they're like, don't let me see you riding it again. And you know, it all depends who you get and what kind of day they're having. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I got popped, and I got very oh. lucky not to lose my license. It only cost me three hundred fifty bucks for no insurance. Yeah, see, and, uh, I will never ride dirty again, dude. Like, won't even risk it. It's kind of like I said, it's a gray area because, mm-hmm. like, I've gotten some instances. Uh, I've gotten in a couple accidents. Um, mm-hmm. Nah, some not my fault. Some my fault. Whatever. But on my first bike, I got hit by a car, and oh. I was fine. I my bike got totaled. I walked away with a few scratches. And that was when I was very fresh. I was probably less than six months in and, um, or within the year. And when that happened, um, I was scared. I didn't have insurance. I had plates. I had, you know, my title, I had everything registered, but I didn't have insurance. And I had the cop tell me because it's 49 CC, you don't need insurance. So Mm -hmm. I think later on I learned more and I learned that I do, but I milked him telling me that and like, Oh no, this officer said I don't need it. And I ended up getting, you know, some compensation from the person that hit me. Not, you know, it paid for the bike, paid for a little bit here and there, but, and I walked away. So I, yeah. I you know, and those were no helmet days. So, you know, Ooh, so fucking lucky. Like I yeah, got I, taken under I, the front end of a car without a helmet oof. and walked away. Yeah. So, I, I, not to make this about me by any means, but like I am, I got an accent that I'm lucky to be alive from. And I will tell this to everybody. And this is me stepping on people's stories. Have fucking insurance. Have a full faced helmet. I mean, yeah. that's all. That's that's Big Brother Jim coming out. Yeah, here. it's. I mean, oh. I went. It was all my all my buddies that were doing it longer than I am. Mm-hmm. I was were on me about wearing a helmet. I went like four years without a helmet, and then Ooh. like now, I barely go down the block without a helmet because you know it's 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 mental now. It's like mm-hmm. I feel. I mean, it's nice to ride without a helmet, but it's that like, well, what if? And exactly, you know, it's and I think I started riding with the helmet before my son was born, but that was also like, I'm out here risking myself anyway. Might as well, you know, if something happens, I'm a little safer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you got that Pinto, you got hit by a car. Are you? Is, yeah. the, is the bug? Is that your only bike at the time, or has the bug kind of sunk into you a little bit that you need more bikes? When that happened, I might have had one other one. I mean, it happened quick, but I didn't have another, like, super solid runner for sure. I had a project where I got in over my head, didn't know what I was doing, and, you know, got my second bike or whatever it was. Um, and and I, think, I think it was the top tank itch of, like, I'm brand new to mopeds. I want a top tank. You got to put those clip-on bars, dude. You got to yeah. top tank that uh, shit. Cafe region style, baby. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I okay. wanted a top tank, but. I was fine with like a stock stance stopped top tank. Yeah. yeah. Um, What'd you get that? I, I remember. So my wife and I, we bought a Bodivis at one point. It was, uh, okay. it was way before there were any real aftermarket parts for them. One and of the they're guys, still hard to find. Yeah. But now they're accessible. Now they make pipes for them. So at this point, I mean, this is nine years ago. Um, mm-hmm. 
somebody had fabricated an intake and a carb onto it, which wasn't common, and a pipe and did some weird things, and we bought it, and it was like, it just wouldn't run, and it was a mess. But that was that was pretty much her bike, and I think it was the two first bikes we had were that, and then she never rode it and doesn't ride, and, you know, it was early on. But uh, I got a Moto Marina Sebring, and oh, okay. that was me getting, you know, biting off more than I could chew. So uh, the weird story about that, too, is, uh, you know, someone I met through that. So I went to pick it up, uh, Craigslist, something like that. It was long before Marketplace and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Craigslist killer was about yeah. – it was, it was and more I just knew, vicious times. I just knew it was in Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember what, what city and somebody can answer that for me, I'm sure. But I went to get in and it turns out I went to motion left. Ah. So the bike was being stored there. Um, I met Wes. I don't know if you're familiar with Wes. Um, heard the name he's, kicked around. He's OG hot and ready. He's been around forever. Um, he's with Indigan, uh, motorcycles and he's all over the place. He fabricates, he's does some fucking killer work. Um, and I met him long before I like actually met him but i met him with that bike i went to pick it up i so you're I probably in goshen or Elkhart, yeah, yeah i think i think it was goshen um but i strolled into what was like i think the og motion left and i was like you know overwhelmed because i did bar- still barely knew what a moped was mm-hmm. and you know i was just there to pick up that bike and it was a project it wasn't running um it had nothing to do with motion left somebody just had the bike there that was <laughs> knew them and this and that um so, you know, I picked it up and I drove a couple hours home and I, I wrenched on it and messed with it for a bit. Um, and I didn't keep that one too long. I painted it lime green before I, I <laughs> rattle canned the shit out of it, lime green before I sold it. Nice. Um, but I think it was, it was like an MO1 on it. So it was like way out of my skill set yeah. that, you know, early on. So where, what background, did you have any sort of background in turning a wrench, any type of mechanical background, or were you just kind of that no, kid, it, like, I like this and I'll try it? I, I work, I, I can handle power tools, and I've done carpentry and all that stuff, and, like, I'll say I've had, like, a job in every fucking profession mm-hmm. one way or another. I've done a little bit of everything, but when I bought this bike, um, I bought it from someone who I still talk to to this day who's you know, kind of out of mopeds, but still has them in the garage and still shows his face and comes around, uh, Jason. But, uh, like, the week I bought it, he, I was like, you know, it's running a little weird, you know, what do I do? And he's like, clean the carb. And I'm like, what, what's a carb? <laughs> I was like, like, legitimately, I was like, well, where's the carb? And, you know, I knew absolutely nothing with it. Mm-hmm. So um, with the bike, with any sort of mechanics, I don't, I don't do anything on my car. Like, I mean, yeah, little stuff here and there, but never any real, you know, mechanics. Yeah, yeah. So I was going in blind and just kind of winging it. And, I mean, well, we still are every yeah. day. These, these <laughs> are dumb machines that, you know, no matter how far out of the ballpark you are, it's it's pretty easy to get back in there for yeah. wrenching. And that's what's awesome about um, mopeds. Especially, um, especially when they're stock, for the most part. It's within yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty – yeah. Even – yeah, exactly. Um, so you're 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 buying bikes. You got hit by a car. You're starting to get into the scene. You're living in. Are you you're in Chicago? You vote. You born and yeah, raised I've, in Chicago. Yeah, I've been in Chicago my whole life. So yeah. 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 Um. What What's it like? Right. What's it like riding as a new guy uh, with a stock bike? Are you You're kind of northwest. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm northwest. I mean, 
I'm, I'm pretty far northwest to where, like, I mean, I can get into the city fairly easily. I'm not in the suburbs. I'm not too far out. But um, when I first started riding, I was also a little further in the city, um, not too far from where we meet up. And, you know, mm -hmm. Logan Square, Wicker, all those were just down the block from me. Um, but, you know, when I started riding, uh, the person I bought the bike from was actually hosting the rides at the time. Nice. Um, I believe they were the, the Jason Kluszczyk uh, rides. But uh, so, you know, he told me, hey, we ride on this day, whatever day it was that season. And, you know, I showed up on a bone stock bike and would just ride with the groups. Um, but when I first got into it, I was working up in kind of the South Loop downtown. And okay. I, would, I would go a good six to eight miles every day to and from work on my, you know, brand new to me moped. And I would lock the hell out of it outside. And, you know, I was, <laughs> you know, such a, you know, completely like novice to everything i knew i i didn't know anybody with mopeds outside of you know the guy I bought it from and seeing people here and there mm. i still barely knew how to wrench on it and I, I mean i rode it every single day to work and it was it was awesome yeah sometimes those i go back and i talk to a fellow like i i always like to keep one stock bike around and he it, just to ride like three blocks to a coffee shop he's like and he builds some, this guy builds some pretty fast bikes. He's like, I can ride a stock bike for like 10 minutes. And I just get angry. I'm going so slow. <laughs> it's funny. I've been, I've been wanting to, so the Chicago, I don't know if we call it scene, but moped scene, it, it comes in waves. It's got up and downs. People come back and forth mm -hmm. and there's always, you know, it, it's a big city. Like yeah. our, our weekly rides and our routine group rides and stuff aren't just one club or two clubs. It isn't people you know. It's kind of all over the place because it's a big city. So lately this season, um, we've had a lot of new heads coming out. And, you know, we can't rip and go, you know, completely like wide open most cases. But there are mm -hmm. spots where we can. So we've had a lot of people come out on bone stock bikes who have never done this. And like yes. me leading the ride and hosting it, my goal is to make them have as much fun as I did, you know, nine, ten years ago whenever I started this. So we don't want to blast past them and, you know, lose them and leave them hanging. The whole goal is to have them, you know, tag along and have fun. So like these last couple of weeks or last month or two, I've been thinking like, I really just want to do a stock ride and like, yeah, come out on a not stock bike, but you just got to stay behind. Like mm -hmm. you're not going to open it to its full potential. And I personally, you know, leading being up front, I want to be on a stock bike mm -hmm. and just, you know, feel what it feels like to, I don't want to say be held back, but limited on what you can pull. They tried um, to do that a couple, about a month ago in uh, Minneapolis saying like, I just sold my stock bike and yeah. like, it's, it's, it's fun to but it's, it's hard as well yeah. because not too many people, if you if you're in the scene a little bit, not too many people have stock bikes laying around anymore, yeah. which is hard. Well, we don't want to do shit to them. Yeah. You it was, throw a it pipe was, on it or something. It was, uh, you know, that idea, and it's still there, still floating around. I still want to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's more so because we've had so many new people on stock bikes. I've kind of wanted to just do it as, like, a fun thing. But yeah. I don't even really have a stock bike right now. I've got a stock Bodavis that I'm not taking out because <laughs> that's slower than a stock bike. Yeah, yeah. I was going to uh, say, find some hills, maybe roll down. All right? <laughs> yeah, right. We're in, we're in Chicago looking for hills. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's been, it's been fun. And, um, 
I just catch myself because, like, my bike isn't, you know, it's definitely not the fastest one on the ride. There's people in and out of Chicago with faster bikes left and right. I, I personally prefer having a reliable bike over, like, fast as shit. Um, and We're jumping around a bit, but what's your daily rider right now? What's it, My what's Cobra, which, okay. which is my fastest bike. But, you know, there's a steady middle ground with, like, you know, ripping – really really hard and like being the fastest person at every ride or meet or rally and having a reliable bike mm-hmm. like if 50 miles an hour and reliable over like 60 and iffy i'll take 50 all day yeah you know yeah. um and even even 45 i've got bikes that'll do 45 all day and never let me down yeah. and in chicago that's fine we go to a rally and i'm gonna get dusted but mm-hmm. i'll still keep up you know yeah and that's that's a lot of the same thing uh, in the St. Paul and Minneapolis saying like, not, a, you know, if you have a bike that goes 40, 45, you're, you're golden because, yeah, it just, yeah. a lot of cities, just like your ex- experience in Chicago, dude, a lot of city streets, a lot of, it's hard to Lights over and traffic and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I catch myself and this goes back to the wanting to do a, a slow ride or a stock ride. I catch myself like not even trying to go fast and I look back and the group's like, like the, the, there's maybe one or two people straggling in between me and the group mm-hmm. and some, plenty of them are on fast bikes, but like, I, I don't even catch myself and I'm a block ahead and I'm like, Oh, I got to slow down. Yeah. And my bike, my bike's not that fast. It's just, you know, if they're bone stock, they're going mm-hmm. as fast as they can. Well, your bike's relative to you. And then you don't like, I, if you ride alone at all, you're always thinking you're slow and then you get around a group and yeah. Yeah. Um, so you get, you got the two bikes. We'll we'll kind of get back in the timeline a little bit. Yeah, um, sorry. No, dude, we're bullshit, and it's it's what it is. Um, you you've got the two bikes. You kind of how's the how's mopeds evolving, 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 evolving for you at this point? Like, you got in that accident. Did you walk away from it or like? Yeah, I I walked away with a couple scratches. No I mean, for mopeds. Nothing. I mean, like, did you say oh, fuck no. mopeds? Blah, blah, blah. No. I was bummed that my handlebars were in a pretzel, but no, I was fine. I mean, I'm sure if I got, you know, I was still a little like psyched out when I got back on a bike, but like, I mean, my whole life, like seeing cyclists in Chicago and seeing people get wrecked and things like that, it's, it's kind of normal in a big city for people to get hit. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like my advice when people ride or are learning to ride or want to get on a bike you have to ride like everybody's trying to kill you. Yep. Like that's my advice is like, you know, have your eyes peeled at all times and, you know, don't trust any vehicle on the road because they don't see you. And that's what it comes down to. No one's trying to hunt you down, but mm-hmm. they're not paying t- enough attention to, to see you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure we had cell phones in our hands nine years ago, but it was not what it is now. And, I get livid with like, if I pull up at a light and you're on your phone, I get angry with you. If I'm on my bike, cause my life's yeah. in your hands, yeah. you know, I, I will yell at people and it just, I don't want to die. Cause you're an asshole on your phone. <laughs> yeah, you yeah dude. No, it's, so, I, I, I can't argue that at all. You um, know, and it's part of it. You know, we got to be careful. We got to look out for each other. And that's why I like group riding. Like, mm-hmm. As long as you're riding well and, you know, it, you're, you're better in numbers, you know. You're exactly. more visible, you're louder, you're all teamed up. It works out typically in, in, in a place like Chicago. Yeah, yeah. 
So let me ask you this. What was your first out-of-town rally? Um, I was thinking about that, too. It's between two of them. Um, one, I think they're long – actually, I think both of them are long gone. But uh, there was one in Ottawa, Illinois, which is an hour or two from me, um, and they were Radium City. It was the Radium City rally. And then um, the Lafayettes in uh, Lafayette, Indiana. And I still talk to plenty of the people that were with the Yetis – um, to this day, some of them still ride. They're all just all over the place. If I remember correctly, a handful of the friends that are now all KFC and in that area, a lot of them were in Indiana when I first went to Indiana for the first or second rallies down that way. Um, right on. And I'm still in touch with a lot of them. Uh, I got one of my like bikes that I'll never let go of from one of those homies. And he's out in Colorado now, but it's my Pook AD and you know, I love Travis for selling me that bike because I'll never let it go. <laughs> awesome. Um, what was the farthest you've gone for a rally so far then? We did Tampa in February. Yeah, um, yeah. okay. You know, that's where I met you. And, yep. you know, we were fortunate enough to partake in the only rally in 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before, there's, a, there's been a few, like, private get-togethers. I pointed – somebody pointed that out to me, like – I'll forget Moped. She had a she had a thing that people from multiple states came from. Those kind of an invite deal. So I think I sent you something about that, uh, Marie in Kansas City. Okay, no, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, there's been, yeah, dude. You look yeah, back at it now. Not, you look back at it now. Thing. It's it it's that really is just how it all. A Tampa Steve got so lucky it came off as good as it did. Well, I I, I think. There were so many unknowns with that rally because, you know, now people know who Tampa Steve is because there were a lot of us showed up. But on the way there, nobody knew who Tampa Steve was. And, you know, he did great doing that by himself. And, you yes. know, if somebody was like, hey, that's going to happen again tomorrow, I'd drive my ass down there again. Like, I've heard people talk a little shit about the rally, and I'm like, dude, I don't care. I had a blast. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and, and he did he did a lot for one dude, not a club behind him, and he yep. killed it, man. You yeah, know, was, he did exactly take the experience he got and build upon it. Like he did. I think I, so, so many of us who know mopeds and know people in mopeds and know the clubs didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. and I you know I had a blast, and we didn't know it was going to be the only rally of the year. You know, <laughs> get-togethers or not, I mean, yeah, yeah. to no, me, a rally is anyone's invited. You know, yeah. Um, you know, and we're hoping. I, I'm hoping to put together something this year that's a big ride. You know, and not a normal weekly. Something a little bigger. Maybe have you know a bunch of pizzas delivered. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Not a rally, but like, you know, let's let's be safe and still ride and have a good time. Yeah. Um. So we we talked about your far your first farthest. Um. You're in a club now, but what? What what's that gap from you told me about when you first got when you prospect a little bit, yeah. but like what's a, there seems to be a time gap from like you just riding to being a prospect. Yeah, there like was. What, what what's that? What's a story with that? So um, I, I mean, I wasn't. I, I rode every week. I mean, I've kind of done weekly rides, weekly group rides here in Chicago since I got my first moped. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there might be a few weeks here and there I skip or miss or whatever. But for the most part, I mean, I've been steady riding once a week every season for nine years. And uh, 
the last couple of years, I think three or four years, I've been hosting them and getting them together and getting people out. Um, but I knew, you know, I'm with Hot and Ready's. I knew all of them over the years. Um, Will opened up Moped, the Chicago shop. Yep. Similar like time, right when I got into mopeds, right when I started my business, actually. Um, you know, I, I built a relationship with Will early on, you know, used him with, uh, you know, he did work on some bikes and bought parts and all that. So I was around all the people that are in my club now, but I just, you know, I don't want to say I didn't include myself, but I was just riding, you know, I mm -hmm. never, I never considered, um, you know, a club. It, it never, you know, it's weird in Chicago. There's only so many clubs on and off here. You know, it's, it's weird in a city like this, hosting rallies is hard, all these things, but I was just riding and, you know, and eventually it came up and, you know, I talked to Elise and Tony and a few people and I was like, I, you know, I like riding with you guys, you know, what's the next step? Where does it go? And it just kind of fell into place from there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I prospected for a little over a year just because of timeline and when it all happened. And then our last rally is when I got patched in, um, which is now two years ago, but we're supposed to have another one this year. Yeah, it's uh everybody's bummed out. It's 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 kind of like total call of everybody I talk to on these podcasts. Like, oh, we're supposed to have a rally this year. It's like, oh. yeah. But, but hopefully, uh, shit gets figured out here where we can, you know, all yeah. get together. Um, so really, to touch quick to touch base with that gap. For the most part, there was two clubs in Chicago, and that was mm -hmm. Petty Cash, which are retired. And or em emeritus, I'm not sure. I don't remember how that goes. But petty cash is gone, and then there was hot and ready's. And there's been a few here and there, um, smaller ones, and some that are still around and all that. We've got Logan Lions, and then um, Los Moranos. Los Moranos. Say, I think that's it. Um, there's been some little stuff here and there. Some of the dudes I got my first bikes from were doing a little club, but it never was anything bigger than you know them wrenching in the garage and you know a name behind it here and there, but it never, you know, and then we got the Woodstock dicks too, which, uh, they're, they're right I, outside I, Chicago. Um, and those are some of the best dudes ever, man. Like it, it sucks that they're not closer to us, you know, um, outside again, in I'm, which direction, like South, oh, I, I am West, terrible with, is it towards Indiana or towards Wisconsin? It's, it's, I think they're West. They're not North or South. So they'd be no. towards Wisconsin or Illinois yeah. uh, or Missouri or whatever that. Yeah. Iowa yeah. I mean, whatever. It's, it's doesn't matter. You know, they're, they're Illinois. They're, they're Illinois dudes. They're, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of them, uh, one of my old buddies who I haven't seen in years, but Jeremy freeze, he's coming out on a ride tonight and I haven't, yes. he's coming down from crystal Lake. I think is where he's at. Um, okay. Home with Jason well, Voorhees. I see. Well, was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they were one of those, you know, smaller groups that was like, you know, five or ten of the best dudes. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a shame that they're not in Chicago because I'd love riding with those guys every single day, man. Yeah. Um, same thing's kind of happening in Minnesota right now, getting these weird pockets in St. Cloud and Mankato. And I, I love to see the moped scene grow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fucking rad, dude. Mopeds are dumb, but they're rad. Um, dude, it's, it's fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's like one of the coolest experiences you've had in mopeds where you just kind of step back and look like, shit, I can't believe I'm a part of this. Um, Have you had I mean, that? You know what one, I'm saying? Like, one thing, 
it's it's not completely moped related, but it's from what a rally. Um, it was early on. It was one of the Yetis rally, the Lafayettes out in Indiana, and we did like a tubing uh, trip, not trip, but like a I don't know a tubing ride. Yeah. So they drove a bunch of people up in a van with rafts, and then you met them at the bottom of the river somewhere. And like basically, like leading up to it, they're like pick up floaties from somewhere. You know, people had just tubes or pizzas or rafts or whatever. And I've never done anything like that. And that was some of the most fun I've ever had. So that was like, it was on a rally. It was a rally mm -hmm. weekend. And it was like one of the events or, you know, activities. And I look back on that and like, I still want to do that again. And that was, that was so much fun. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite, what's your favorite bike you've ever owned? And why is it a Honda Hobbit? No, I'm fucking with you, man. I mean, I've got I've got one Hobbit that I'll never let go of. Um, but uh, I mean, Hobbits are fun, but they're not pooks. Um, it's easy to make a, a Honda go fast, though. Oh, so. that's what people say, but then they ca they can't figure out quite that variated game. Oh, I I mean, my Hobbit's really mellow, and nah, you know, it wasn't my build to begin with. But, dude, everybody's bike. Dude, bikes are what you love. I mean, yeah. everybody finds what they love and they go with it, dude. I'm just no. I um, my Pook AD is like my favorite bike. Um, if you're familiar, it's it's a rare '80s bike, and I have two of them, which gets me so hyped. Um, <laughs> because I've never ridden with another one, um, mm -hmm. ever at an event or a rally. I've seen one or two in person, like there was one at a shop once, but I've never ridden with another one, so that gets me hyped. But it's like a grande and a derby almost like frame style and, and seating wise and everything. And it's a, uh, it's a variation of an E50. They still call it an E50, but it's, um, can you see me? Yep. Uh, I'm getting phone calls from clients. I don't want to deal with, um, <laughs> but, uh, so it's, it's an E50 on it of some sort, but it's got a subframe. So it's kind of weird and quirky. Um, it's got a single mount, just like a Hobbit would up front, and then yeah. it mounts to a subframe. So it's it's just an awkward pook, and I love it to death. Um, and it's straight up the most comfortable bike. It's like riding a couch. Nice. Um, so I love that thing. Uh, that's probably – I've got a Cobra, a TSM. I'd take this bike over the top tanks any day, man. Okay. You know, okay. With, with fun to ride and comfortable, and, like, that's my favorite bike. Yeah, and I, I, I'm kind of in a candleless theory the last little bit. Comfort's relative because comfort is what you're used to when you first jump on a moped. Because, like, I jump on top tanks and I jump on other people's bikes. And still, to me, hobbits are the most comfortable bike to ride because that's what I first started on. I don't know. It's just – Yeah, in in my opinion, most stock – like, the most comfortable bike's going to be, like, a stock stance, whether it be a top tank or a step-through. Um yeah. But like my Cobra, it's and my TSM, they both have like really good condition seats. Mm -hmm. They weren't beat up, they're not ripped up, but they're terribly uncomfortable. Like <laughs> they they hurt you after a ride. And you know, I usually do mid ball uh, mid bars or so. Um, but just it's not the same as like to me a step through and kind of being upright. Yep. Um, Cause you're not you gonna know. look cool on a moped. I mean, I I know people who want to do the cafe thing with hobbits. Yeah. And, no, dude, oh. you're not gonna look cool. You're not. It's just not gonna happen. I mean, and yeah. I've accepted that. <laughs> um, and let me you you touch on a little bit um your business. You, what is your what do you do for work? 
So uh, I own a screen printing company. So I pretty much print t-shirts and hoodies and crew necks and whatever apparel full-time is what I do. Uh, um, and everything in between that, um, I handle everything front to back with it. Nice, nice. Um, you're, you're wearing the po- the Love Pook shirt oh, right yeah. now as, as we – as we yep. um, are talking, which is I, I, I like the shirt. Not the biggest poop guy, but don't worry, I like the shirt. Um, what's mopeds like for you on an average week now? Like COVID is so weird because like you you touched on it. We're get you guys are getting a bunch of new people, and that's kind of happened in in Minnesota. We're getting a bunch of new people, and like, but there's nothing for. I mean, other riding's awesome. Don't get me wrong, I love riding. I probably I put yeah. on lots of miles every week. But like, mopeding, so, it, for my experience, mopeding isn't complete till you hit your first out of town rally, and then you, then you kind of hit the encompassing feeling of the community. Yeah, see, it's. I think each city probably has its own community. I mean, it obviously does, mm-hmm. as well as our, you know, you know, state, not statewide, uh, country ride community yep. and our rallies, and you know, the national side, but. Um, I mean, I wouldn't compare weekly and normal riding to rallies at all. It's two whole different worlds. Um, but, you know, I don't think COVID's affected us locally that much in terms of mopeds. Um, we can meet up, we throw a mask on, and, you know, you stay as close as you or far as you are comfortable to certain people, and you're respectful about it. So we can still do our meetups. We're still, you know, meeting up for a couple minutes before the ride, um, and then we ride there's some little stuff that's changed. Like uh, one of our normal go-to rides, which is uh, the downtown Chicago Batman ride. And we usually end up at the planet. That's so bad, dude. Yeah. We usually end up at the planetarium and we'll do that. A lot of times when uh, a lot of new riders are out, we're like, we'll show them the, you know, the go-to Chicago ride Mm -hmm. and they've blocked off the museum campus and all that from us. So um, you know, we're still riding every week, but we got to switch it up and we can do similar routes and almost the whole ride, but we can't go stop right on the lake by the museum with the skyline in the background, which when I first got into mopeds, we would do every single week. That was a ride, you know, or like, you know, three times a month, it was the ride. Um, so, you know, that's been the biggest change, but outside of that, I mean, it's still our normal weeklies. New people have gotten in, um, the the shop we have here has been closed, so that's been changed things a little bit. And he's not closed because of COVID. He uh he's got a new location and he's rebuilding and reopening. Um, so we should have a new Chicago moped shop moped uh relatively soon, hopefully. Awesome, awesome. Um, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done in mopeds? And have fun with that. Um, it can be serious or joking. Like, just what the fuck did I do that for? I don't know. <laughs> Think about well, it. It's, well, it's not, it's, it's not dumb and it wasn't alone, but <laughs> we did, we did Tennessee last year and yeah. we got caught in like a borderline fucking hurricane <laughs> and it was, it was so much fun. Like yeah. it was, we rode through like this unbelievable storm while we we're in the mountains. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, pulled off to the side, um, we all like relocated at a, a gas station and kind of regrouped everything. But like some people we're, we're, I had three of my bikes out on that ride. I loaned out two bikes to homies and all three of my bikes made it. Um, 
But outside of that, I think the dumbest, uh, one of which was like two weeks ago, but I've dragged people by uh, someone's belt, they're like their waist belt. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one time we bought a dog leash to tow somebody. Um, and just the looks you get and the stupid, you know, I mean, you look stupid on a moped anyway, but when you're dragging a grown ass man behind you on another moped, um, you know, you get some looks and it's some dumb fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's rad. Um, this kind of, a, we're recording on a different time frame and a different day and it's just kind of the way things worked out. So like, I'm yeah. all kind of, I'm just bleh right now because yeah. I'm right off of work. Um, and again, it's kind of weird how this all worked out this week because, um, by the time this drops, I'll perhaps something more formidable. We are coming out with shirts and Michael is going to be doing them for us. So yes, the thing you guys have seen me post a little bit about, um, we're going to be doing it because I'm dumb and I blow my money on moped shit. So if you want, if you like this podcast and want to support it, buy a fucking shirt. Um, so and in I, doing I tried, so, you're also supporting Modest Merch, so that's yes. Nice. And that shirt was designed by Titty Bats, and if you know anything about him, he's fucking hilarious, and his designs are rad as hell. If you've seen that, throw your mopeds in the trash shirt, that is him. Um, so yeah, I tried to incorporate as many moped people in these little weird projects that I can do. Um, yeah, what like? Do you have any moped stories you want to tell, or for kind of? I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of blank right now because my allergies are fucking killing me. No, I feel you. I mean, yeah. there's not much to it. I mean, it's 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 a bummer we're not you know riding right now. Um, which I say that, but we're doing a group ride a little later. As long yeah, as I was I was, tra- I was trying to get you out of here so you get. I know um, Tuesday's your group ride, and I was just like, nope, Thursdays I can't do it. Nope, yeah, no. recording on a Thursday. I'm gonna go turn a couple bolts and hope the bike makes it today. That's <laughs> that's every weekly. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's just been uh, it's been really fun, like seeing new people come in. And one of my best friends recently got like full on in. So riding and wrenching with him, I've known him 15 years, something like that. So riding and wrenching and rallying with him has been like almost like a rejuvenation for me just having you know a real homie not a moped homie Mm -hmm. you know riding mopeds it's so much easier and i've told people this it's so much easier to make friends in mopeds than it is to get your friends to ride mopeds they'll they'll borrow a bike they'll they'll come out on a ride they'll you know take a loaner but them committing and falling for it it's it's really hard to get your friends into mopeds. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I, I haven't heard that before, but I dig that. It's uh, want to say that line again for us kids. Yeah, it's. I think it's easier to make friends in in mopeds than it is to get your friends into mopeds. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've met some of the fucking nicest people ever, you know, in mopeds. If if I've got to tell anybody new to take anything, it is don't take the internet as what mopeds are. Like. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of trolling, joking. People can be total, you know, dicks, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, they're all good people. Yeah, there's some bad apples, you know, yeah. with anything. Any hobby, there's going to be shitheads. Yeah. But, dude, there's so many good people, good, genuine people I've met through mopeds that, you know, yeah, dude. I'm glad are in my life. Yeah, dude, I, I can't express the gratitude I have and – just yeah, gratitude for the moped community the past six months. 
how they've um, really made some really rad things happen in my life and enabled me to do some really cool shit. Yeah. Um, sick. Yeah, yeah, dude. But uh, thank you very much for coming on. And no don't forget, problem. oh, we got to do something. I, I hate this, but I got to still give people credit. Do you want to give us your Instagram handles or anything else you want us to check out about you? I won't say shout uh, out because I fucking hate that for some reason. I don't know why. That, that's but what like, it is. It is. Um, but do you want to do you want to give us your Instagram? Yeah. Because you're actually good. You're a good follow. I, I won't lie about that. I mean, I just post what I do. So, um, yeah. yeah, my Instagram is Galati Eat This. Um, G A L A T I Eat This. Um, and then if you want to see what I do at work every day. Uh, Go follow Modest Merch on yeah. Instagram, too. It's just T-shirts and prints and crap like that. And sometimes there's moped stuff. I've got these for sale, too. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll, we'll link your stuff on the page yeah. when, it's your, when it's your episode in a week or so here. And be sure That's, to make watch out for those uh, Second Chance shirts that are coming out. Yeah. And, By the time oh, this is up, Jim should have those. So yeah, yeah. you should pick one up. Uh, and don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Yeah.